You are listening to Jcast Journey, the inaugural podcast of Jcast Network. I'm Daron Rasquet, the executive director and executive producer of Jcast Network, and I will be your host of this chronicling of the creation of a new Jewish media project. Welcome back to the uh, Jcast Journey. I'm Daron Resque, and today I'm uh, really excited to be sitting uh, virtually with Deborah Grayson Regal, who will be joining the network as of next week in her new podcast. We'll get into that in a minute. It felt beshert that uh, Deb and I did a show together or got connected, as um, we have a lot in common. Deb, uh, we were both peg legs. Uh, Go Stuyvesant. Go Stuyvesant. We were both Wolverines. Go Blue. We were both, we both uh, worked at UJC. Go Jews. Go Jews. And we're both parents of twins. Oh my God. God bless us. So on some level, there was really no choice uh, for other than us working together. So thrilled to have you together with me today. Um, And well, I I guess you already have spoken without me introducing. So Deborah, hi, and uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be doing this and, and doing this with you. Um, for those who don't know you, do you want to just tell me a little bit about you, uh, what you do, who you are, aside Absolutely. from being a peg leg, Wolverine, Jew, and mother of twins? I mean, is there more, really? <laughs> so, right. So all of that was uh, in my uh, education and play time. But in my work time, I work as a professional coach, a professional speaker, and a consultant. And I, I help people who work in both corporations as well as in Jewish organizations get further, faster, and hopefully with more fun in achieving their work goals and their life goals. And I do it through facilitating workshops and doing one-on-one coaching. And I really think of my job as providing people with the direction and the support they need to move forward with whatever their goal is, as well as helping people identify and tap into their own natural creativity and resourcefulness. So a little bit of it is uh, me sort of providing some framework for what somebody might need to to move ahead on a goal. And a lot of it is just reminding people that they have an awful lot of resources available to them already. And sometimes when we're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, we forget that about ourselves. And so I like to remind people that uh, that they know the way as well. And, and I feel incredibly lucky to be doing this kind of work professionally. And uh, I, it's really a, a thrill for me to be sharing some of this as part of this podcast. And how did you get involved in, in this work? Well, I have been working as a speaker for well over 20 years. When I was at Stuyvesant High School, go peg legs, I was recruited for the speech and debate team, I think probably within my first week of being there. And I spent three years spending every weekend traveling around the United States doing competitive speaking. And I was lucky enough that my senior year of high school, I won the national championship in an event called Original Oratory, which is speaking and speech writing. And so I graduated high school. And even when I was in college, I was invited to come 
train people in public speaking. So I've been doing the training part of my work and the speaking part of my work since I'm 17. And then the coaching is really an outgrowth of the work that I um, did in training where people would ask me after a training session, could I work with them one-on-one on communication skills or presentation skills or dealing with difficult people skills. And that's how the coaching part of my work came to be. And I have a master's in social work from Columbia, which I thought would be enough for coaching, but it really turned out that I needed to go to coaching school to learn the coaching skill set, which has a little bit to do with what I learned in grad school as a social worker, but actually adds a whole new level to it. And I'm really glad that I got that level of education as well. And so I really have been doing parts of this since I'm 17 and other parts of it uh, feel newer to me, but just as exciting. And your work has translated into a book that's being published soon. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I'm very excited. The book is called Oy Vey Isn't a Strategy, 25 Solutions for Personal and Professional Success. And it's being published this spring, spring 2012, by Behrman House. And it is really like having a coach in your back pocket. The book has four parts. Part one is get to know yourself. Part two is get along with others. Part three is get more done, and part four is get a new perspective. And I think of it as part instruction manual, where I'm giving some practical direction. Part of it is is emotional support. And a part of the book is a workbook where people actually get to answer and personalize a series of questions that follow each chapter that, that is filled with concrete tips, tools, and techniques that everyone can use in any of those four areas to really help you manage work and life more effectively. And I'm I'm thrilled to have the book be coming out. It was a major life goal for myself to publish a book. And so I really do understand the importance of having work and life goals and having a strategy to getting there. So great. And that's coming out in that April. is coming out this spring. Yes. Publication date is uh May 2nd. May 2nd. How exciting. That's great. Um, and so now, so, so what do we do? I mean, this interview, this conversation is meant to launch, uh, your podcast, uh, your podcast on Jcast Network. And do you want to tell me a little bit about what the plans are for the podcast? Nope. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I knew I, I, the rhythm had been so good and all of a sudden, boom. Well, you know, it's funny. I my my background, in addition to social work and training and coaching, I have a background in improv comedy, which I actually think is the greatest training I've ever had for the work that I do. So I just wanted to see if you were ready no, to improvise but, with but me. But in improv, the the, yeah. the rule is yes and. It and is. You said it no. is good, Daron. You are you are right on the money there. So uh, and you were totally willing to go with my no. So let me give you a yes, a yes and. So the the podcast. My plan for the podcast is that it's going to run every other week, and that the podcast is going to include strategies and solutions really for managing the inevitable oy vey moments that pop up for all of us in our work and in our life. And what I'm excited about is that in addition to me sharing my own perspectives and my own lessons that I've learned along the way, I'm going to be interviewing other experts who have terrific tips and tools of their own to share. So folks are going to hear from me, but they're also going to be hearing from other 
helping professionals, whether it's uh, people who are professional organizers or leadership thinkers or financial planners, anybody who can help make people's life easier, that's the kind of person that I want to interview so that I learn something too, uh, which I always do and really can expand the range of expertise uh, beyond uh, you know what I've learned along the way. Sounds great. It sounds fabulous. And I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, you are a coach. How yep. would you coach someone uh, who was planning on starting? Give me, give us three tips for starting a new project as you are right now. So putting you, you know, what, as if you were giving that lesson in a podcast, which I guess you are. Give, which I guess give, I am. Do you have a, a, it could be three, it could be five, whatever the number is, a few tips for starting a new project. Well, I, I'm a big fan of three, so let's go with that. And this is very meta, Daron, to be uh, talking about what, what you would advise someone who's starting a project while, in fact, I'm starting a new project. So I, I think the first thing that I might recommend is to know what you know and know what you don't know about the particular project that you're starting. So, for example, here's what I know. I know that at this point I have a deep pool of information about making work and life easier that I can share with people. And as somebody who's spoken professionally for over 20 years, I know that I can make it interesting and I can make it user friendly. But I definitely don't know everything, which is why I'm so excited to bring in other experts to, to con contribute. And the other thing that I don't know is how to run, run or make a podcast. I've been wanting to do a podcast for years, but I didn't really know the technical parts of getting it up and running, which is why I'm so glad that this big chunk of what I don't know how to do, I have brought in an expert, you, to take over that piece. So tip number one would be know what you know and know what you don't know. I love that uh, you think that you couldn't do a podcast. This is this is how I'm going to stay kind of working is, is making it seem very scary. But, <laughs> but absolutely, absolutely right. It, it's absolutely terrifying. We need more of you, Darone. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, the the second thing that I would recommend to anybody who's starting uh, a new project is to really understand what motivates you about the project. So I'm motivated to to start doing this podcast because I love contributing information of value to people. I'm motivated because I love collaborating and I'm so happy to be collaborating with you. And I'm also motivated to do this because I really like to talk and you could totally ask my family if that's true and they would roll their eyes and say, oh yes. So that's what motivates me. And, and, and any project you take on, you're gonna wanna understand what your drive is to get it done. And I would also say as part of that, sometimes we take on a new project that isn't of our own choosing or our own volition. So part of it is drilling down to see if there's any element in there of interest, of pleasure, of stimulation that you can identify to get you started or keep you going, whether it's a little element of creativity or a little element of, of recognition or the opportunity to collaborate with somebody you've been wanting to collaborate with for a long time. Understand what motivates you and, and tap into that whenever possible. And then the third recommendation I would make for anybody starting a new project would be 
know what could get in the way of moving forward or, you know, anticipating roadblocks is the very fancy coaching term we would use for it. So I know that I'm really motivated and excited to start this right now. That's, um, you know, that's rookie excitement, beginner's excitement. And I also know that, you know, in a month from now, two months from now, real life and real work are going to show up and probably dim the shine on the enthusiasm that you're hearing right now. So in order to counteract that, I know that I'll probably front load quite a bit of the work. So I'll probably record a number of podcasts while I'm excited to do it. So striking while the iron and the excitement is hot. And then the rest I will need to schedule in in manageable chunks. So right now I can rely on the excitement factor down the road. I'm going to need to rely on the commitment factor, which is my commitment to providing valuable content in an ongoing basis, whether or not I'm as excited as I feel right this minute. So those three things Know what you know and know what you don't. Know what motivates you and know what might get in the way would, would be three tips I would share for anybody starting a new project. I wish I wish I had spoken to you nine, ten months ago when I started Jcast Network because I think that now I've realized all three of those things. And I'm not sure I was that kind of connected to the process when I began Jcast Network. And I think that all three of those are like amazingly important pieces. And like, I'm amazed that you know this already because it, well, it's taken you know, me this many um, months to just get a sense of those things. I, I have to imagine, Daron, that from your experience in starting this incredible project, you probably now have at least 20 tips that you could give anybody on what they ought, ought to know. These are only three, but I'm sure you I haven't. I think your three are really the core ones. I mean, there's obviously smaller kind of more detail oriented ones, but I think I, I every single thing you just said, like kind of. Rang, rang in my kishkas. So, uh, Good. Amazing. I'm glad to hear that. Amazing. So obviously, I mean, I, I found the perfect person and I'm thrilled that you're doing this. Um, and in, again, you did this all regular on one foot. And uh, I mean, you didn't because it's in your core and what you've been doing for so many years. I can't believe you were a public speaker at the age of 17 and teaching people at the age of 17. That's like, what, what have I been doing with my life? Of course, it well, takes I, You know, it's funny. One of my clients once said to me, oh, you're like the Doogie Hauser of public speaking. <laughs> and I said, thanks, I think. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's got something that they've been doing a long time. Mine just uh, maybe is a little, uh, little more unique, but uh, everybody has something that has been uh, a part of them for a really long time. This just happens to be mine. For you, that's great. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, so we're coming to the end of the uh, our our conversation for today, and uh, but why can you give us a sense of where people can find you uh, online, where your book, where we'd find your book, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Okay. So here are the places you could find me. Uh, you can come visit me on my uh, corporate training and coaching site, which is at www.elevatedtraining.com. Uh, if you are a Jewish professional or professional Jew, uh, you could come find me online at www.myjewishcoach.com. I also have had an incredible opportunity to write a bi-weekly online coaching column for the New York Jewish Week. So you can go online to the New York Jewish Week and scroll way, way down to the bottom of the homepage and you'll find a little link that says success without the tsuris, tsuris being Yiddish for uh, stress, and you can find my bi-weekly column there as well. You can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn at Deborah Grayson Regal. You can find me on Twitter uh, at uh, Deborah G. Regal, or you can find me on Twitter at my Jewish coach. 
And you can certainly find the book and even pre-order it now by going to uh, Behrman House, www.behrmanhouse.com. And uh, in the search bar, you'll type in Oive and it'll bring up Oive as in a strategy. Um, I, you're definitely findable. <laughs> um, and we should just say that just based on kind of in the same theme as the book, uh, the name of the podcast is Oive Isn't a Strategy, Success Solutions for Work and Life. Yes, right, absolutely. Right. Good. Uh, might as well tell people. Um, and all of uh, Deb's uh, contact info and all the things she just told us about how to get the book and how to find her online um, is in the, in, in the text of the post of this podcast. So if you did not get a chance to write this down, uh, just visit jcastnetwork.org and all of that information is available. See, this is why I needed you, Dorona. That never would have occurred to me to do. So and thank you. Just another piece of, let me give you a little tutoring. No one needs the WWW anymore. It'll automatically Oh my gosh. So, See, I'm, I am both coach and learner at the same time. Thank you. Um, Deb, I am so excited for the work we're about to do. Uh, I love the energy you came into this project with when I kind of asked if we could chat. Um, and I'm so thrilled that we're doing this together and excited now and I promise to maintain the excitement and I'll keep utzing you to keep your excitement going as well um, and I'm looking forward to a really long and wonderful relationship in this process. Me too, Daron. Thank you. Thank you so much.